Welcome back to Live to Be Recognized with Ty. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in, for listening, and for, you know, reposting, for giving feedback. I truly, truly appreciate it. Believe it or not, Live to Be only turned one month old last week. That is crazy and very very exciting um because i'm excited to see what's to come new things are coming you guys visuals are coming very very soon as well as um interviews with other people that's coming very very soon as well as other things i have up my sleeve so i'm really excited to see you know what you guys are gonna see in the next couple of months with that being said Let's wrap up our New Year Goals series, okay? Um, You know, this month was all about New Year's goals. And, you know, let's take it from the top with episode three, positive vibes only. That's what we're bringing into the new year, right? Episode four, stop being in love with potential. That's what we're trying to stop this New Year's, right? Episode five, seeking validations from others, something that we're trying to train our mind out of, right? (laughs) And episode six, turn misery into joy, something we would like to be able to live and operate in, right? (laughs) So today we're going to wrap it all up with New Year's goals topic to wrap it up. Be real with yourself this year. You heard me? Be real with yourself this year. Now, the New Year Goal Series, which I believe you can listen to at any point in time. It doesn't have to just be for New Year's. But taking these collectively, it's five topics, right? It's going to help you open up your mind, open up your way of thinking and navigate in the best way possible for yourself to vibe better, to vibe higher, to vibe in a happy state of mind. Like, I know that's not realistic to happen every day, but you can use these tools where it can be majority of your time, right? Where you are living in this better vibration than what you ever lived in. And the reason why I say that is because, guys, I did it. Um, if you go back to the pilot, I'm always going to reference, you know, previous episodes just so um, those that are new or just tapping in and this is your first time listening, thank you. Um appreciate it. But I do recommend going back to the other topics um, because it's going to give you a more understanding, not only of myself, but how I come up with these topics and with this way of thinking. So I lived every single thing and I'm living every little thing I talk about regarding giving advice on. And so I believe that you can have all of these tools You can, you know, think, oh, I can operate like this. I can listen to this. I can listen. I can read that. And I'm going to become a better person. Absolutely. It's definitely going to help you think outside of the box. But all of this work, all of this studying, all of this trying to, you know, maintain and vibrate to a different level does not work until you are real with yourself. Let me get quiet on that and say it again. Real with yourself. Man, that's the hardest thing. (laughs) That's the hardest thing, you know. A lot of times we may preach, oh, I'm real, I'm a real person. I keep it 100, whatever the case may be. But okay, that's cool. 
but are you a hundred with yourself? Sometimes that's the hardest, hardest thing to do. So uh, let's get into it. So as you guys know, I like to start every episode with like a Google definition, right? So I Google how to be real with yourself and I'm going to read to you guys what Google says. So six ways to be true to yourself. Same thing. One, take responsibility for your actions. Two, respect your feelings. Three, be honest with yourself. Four, take brave decisions patiently. Five, deprioritize pleasing people. And six, make time for play. Now, this is my first time Googling this, y'all. I never just Googled this before. And it's pretty interesting because um, the New Year Goal series, a lot of the topics that we just briefly went over um, are these things, you know. Although these have different verbiage, they essentially mean the same thing, kind of what I was talking about in my New Year's Goal series. But I'm going to focus on three things in my own verbiage. I just like to give you guys the Google de- definition, what I feel like helped me to be real with myself and which I found were the hardest obstacles in being real with myself. Now, with that being said, obviously, there's a lot of other things that you can do to be real with yourself. But these are the top three things, like I said, that helped me be real with myself. And once I was real with myself, everything else like flowed because once you're true to you, who else you got to be true to? You know what I mean? And then everything else around you kind of comes together. So let's start. With number one, the first thing I did to be true with myself is what habits were hindering me. Meaning, obviously, we have goals. So what habits, what day-to-day habits were I doing that was hindering me from reaching my goal, from reaching my greatest potential? What were habits that I would do and then the next morning I'm like, dang, why did I do that? I could have been doing X, Y, Z as an example. I am someone who loves YouTube, believe it or not. (laughs) Um, I truly, truly enjoy YouTube. That's where I watch majority of my entertainment is YouTube. And to the point that I do believe I developed a form of addiction to YouTube. And when I say addiction, meaning when I would have free time, when I would come home from work, when I wasn't doing anything YouTube was the first thing to come to mind and I would binge like I would be like oh I'm just gonna watch a little you know 30 minutes an hour and then all of a sudden that hour was like four hours and yeah I might have gained a lot of knowledge and a lot of unnecessary knowledge because when I personally look at YouTube videos it's like kind of the same thing majority is like um uh, better help better living people who are um spiritual advisors advisors of self-help, things like that. Also, current events, you know, current pop culture, music videos, hair tutorials, makeup. Um, I mentioned this before, I love drag queens. So a lot of drag stuff as well. Um, Just a combination of stuff. So I would watch that. And then all of a sudden, five hours would pass. And then it's time to go to bed. And I'm like, you wasn't even productive. And then I was like, okay, next day, I'll wake up early. 
to make sure I get to everything. But because I was up all night watching YouTube, when it was time to wake up, essentially, I would try to wake up around like, let's say five o'clock. I wouldn't wake up now to seven because I didn't go to bed till midnight because my eyes was watching YouTube videos. And that's another thing. I was watching them on my phone, even though I have a television in my bedroom. Like I could have streamed it from my television, but I just liked watching it from my phone. So on top of that, I'm looking at this till midnight on my phone, right? And then that that's not good. Two, I'm watching nothing but YouTube videos. So I'm extra tired. I wake up saying, oh, I'm going to wake up early and do what I have to do. Well, guess what? That didn't happen. And this would happen over and over and over again till I was like piled up with like tasks. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Like, seriously, what are you seriously doing? And I realized um, I had an addiction to instant gratification. So it wasn't necessarily YouTube. I liked the feeling that I would get instantly from watching YouTube or like scrolling through social media or, you know, maybe even buying something real quick. I liked doing that to avoid the tasks that I really needed to do. And that took a lot of deep diving for me. Um, I also didn't figure this out on my own. At this time, I was in therapy and I was trying to figure out like why I was just like, doing whatever Ty wanted to do in that moment, but not doing what Ty has to do. And that had nothing to do with work. Like work, I was on top of. Work had no problem. It was when I reached home or whenever I did not have anything work-related, that's when I was just like, I would do whatever I want, whatever I want. And that was not helping me. And so the first thing I did was implement um, a time limit on like the amount of consumption that I was taking in YouTube because with iPhones, and I'm sure you could do this with Androids as well, you can put a time when you use too many apps. So I did that. But guess what I was doing for the longest? It would say like, you reached your limit of the day or you reached your limit for the uh, for the week or whatever. I would hit ignore and keep watching it for 15 more minutes. And then it would say, your 15 minutes are up. Then I would hit ignore for the day. And so it wasn't helping. It really, really wasn't helping. And what it really took is that I have plans. I have things I'm trying to do in life. How am I getting there? And I had to really sit there with myself. Do you think that watching these YouTube videos, taking up all your time, is going to get you in the space that you want to be in? Don't think so. And I almost had to like have this talk to myself as like a parent to child, like, listen, and it is true. It's your inner child anyway. So I was like, you know what? This ain't working out. Um, Another habit is uh, weight loss. How many of us, you know, roller coaster through weight loss? And I'm going to, that's going to be its own segment in itself where you can attempt to lose all the weight you want and you get it off. But then sometimes it doesn't stay off and you keep roller coasting. And I realized like the habits that I was doing is I was living towards the end result, meaning I would like, you know, go on these diet or lifestyle changes for a moment of time, achieve what I wanted to achieve. And then all of a sudden backtrack to my old ways. And we hear this all the time. Um, But this was happening to me all of my adult life until like recently, to be real with you, that I had to realize that 
this is a habit thing. This is habitual because how many times have you done this? You obviously can lose the weight. You obviously can get to your goal. But then once you're there, it's like party celebration and let me go and eat and do whatever I want again and then stop working out for a month, then two months, then three months, then four months. And then I'm back to, oh gosh, I need to lose weight again. And then it's back to the same cycle. Okay, a little two, three months of working out, eating right, getting to my goal. Then for the next four months, I'm doing whatever. Like, what? And for me, I just wanted to feel stable. Like that roller coaster stuff, although it doesn't affect you mentally day to day because it does take time for you to realize you're roller coasting, it really does affect you. And I'm like, come on, this is taking up time too. That's another thing. I I started, you know, taking my time more seriously. And so I'm like, every single time I'm doing this, this is taking up my time when I could be on a different level of working out or I could be in a different status of like the things I can do, like whether it be a gym or home workouts. But no, I got to go back to square one because I keep tripping. I had to stop that. I had to stop that. And sometimes those conversations about your habits really hurt you because your habits are your comfort zone, right? And who likes stepping out of their comfort zone and your habits make you feel comfortable with living because that's why they're your habits. But a lot of times our habits are our biggest enemy when we're trying to elevate ourselves. And think about it. If you continue doing this habit for, you know, so long and it hasn't gotten to you where you need to go. Clearly it needs to be dumped. And that's just the reality of it. So another thing that helped me be real with myself was thinking before I act or talk or give input to a conversation. I am a Sagittarius. I am a real saggy, saggy, um, which means that, you know, Sagis are known to speak whatever's on their mind. And that's something that, you know, we do off the strength of we're being honest with you. Like, sorry if it comes out a little harsh or wrong or it didn't come out the way you expected. But would you rather me be real with you? Like, if you look up any like Sagittarius and if there's other Sagittarius is listening, you know what I'm talking about. And we mean it from the kindness of our heart. But sometimes the way we say things does not come out, you know, the way that we want them to be perceived. And then we're like feeling bad about it. But it's just like, well, at least I said the truth. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to do that character voice. Um, and um So a lot of times I would say things and not think before I act. And then I would like kind of fumble on my word like, dang, I'm sorry I said that or I didn't mean to say that or that's let's go a little bit deeper into what I just said. And that was just unnecessary. And it's just like everything that comes to your mind, girl, don't need to be said. Like keep that between you or save it for another topic. I'm not saying, you know, don't if you feel like something needs to be said to someone and it would help them. It's a way of saying things and not being a straight shooter blunt about it. And that's like how I was operating. Right. And so and when I also think before I act on the receiving end, meaning when people say things to me that maybe once before would offend me or take me to a different level, I've learned how to think process it and be like, is this person really trying to hurt me? Or this is the only way they know how to say this. And a lot of times 
it's the only way somebody knows how to say something like it's this is a whole nother topic which I plan on talking about as well perception is everything right and so I believe that most humans most people and you guys can you know think differently do not lead with anger and trying to get someone you know pissed off in a conversation yes there are people that do that but I feel like majority of people don't realize they're like that or something made them like that so sometimes when people say things your reaction makes it worse than what it is so I would sit back and be like okay I think this is the only way they know how to convey this thought let me dig a little deeper into it and by me asking questions let's say when a person says a statement and says something that I might not have felt comfortable with or felt like they were like, I don't want to say coming at me, but I don't want to say hurt my feelings, but rub me the wrong way by me asking questions of clarification. Like, what did you mean by that? Can you go a little bit deeper? I don't quite understand you. Or the way I'm receiving this is not in the way that I don't, I think you want me to receive it. Can you please go a little bit deeper? And then also, Let's say after we have that discussion and I'm still feeling a little uneasy, being honest, like, listen, what you said made me feel this way because of X, Y, Z. A lot of times we don't realize um, being real with yourself is being quiet and silencing yourself first before you react. That way you can understand your triggers. That way you can understand, okay, I'm taking this a little bit left field because I feel this way about it. And you can also understand that the person is literally speaking to you in the best way, in the best form that they know how to speak, unfortunately or fortunately, you know, however way you want to take it. So thinking before you act, it's very, very, very important. And the third thing that helped me, and this was the fun part of it all, because, you know, the first two, you know, were pretty hard for me figuring out what habits are hindering you, thinking before I act, because this is something that you're making a 180 in your life, right? Because these are the ways you operated since how your whole, like, once you can conceptualize things and think, right? And um, so those are things that it takes time. It's like exercising. You almost every other conversation you go into, you have to start thinking before you act. The habits thing you have to do daily, just like exercising. But the third thing that really helped me, which was fun because I started to find out a new side of myself is find out what you truly like or not. Do you just like things because it's, you know, your family's tradition, you grew up around it, your friends like it, it's around you every day, it's convenient, or do you truly like it? Whether that be an activity, a person, food, places, things, whatever, finding out not only what you like, but what you truly like. Because when you find out what you truly like, that helps you maintain, um, you know, I guess you can say the want to want to continue on this journey of bettering yourself because it's fun. It's fun because you find out new things about yourself when you find out what you truly like. Yes, there are some things that you know you absolutely like. But as an example, 
like I said earlier, I love YouTube. I used to watch YouTube a lot. That was my thing. I love YouTube. YouTube is my thing. I love it. Whatever. And that is something that was a habit that was hindering me. Yes, that's something I like, something I truly like, but that wasn't hindering me. So I had to find something to replace that. So slowly but surely, I got more back into reading books. Um, Reading books is something I did a lot. Um, I would say adolescence, high school, college, kind of, not really. And then it kind of fell off a little bit in my 20s. And then towards my late 20s, I started to pick it up again. Um, But getting back into reading and reading is when you read, you exercise your mind, your brain. Um, It's better than me looking at YouTube before going to sleep. Reading before going to sleep is, you know, calms me down and, you know, helps me have better thoughts than me watching a gossiping channel. And then all of a sudden I'm dreaming that I'm in the room with Drake. Like, no, you know, at least I'm dreaming now about positive things and and dreaming about dreams that I want to accomplish and different ways of thinking, because that's what I fed my mind with before I went to bed. Um, Another thing that I found out what I truly like or not is, um, the amount of spaces I was in, meaning I would take up a lot of time with like meeting with this one, meeting with that one, hanging out with this one, hanging out with that one. And then I had to think to myself, you know, I've known these people for X amount of, you know, time. I like this person, but do I really need to see them every month or every other month? Or, you know, do I, it was to the point, and I talk about this in one of my episodes, I can't remember which one, where my Weekends were being filled with other people and doing things like, yeah, I like this, hanging out with this person and stuff, but do I really want to keep doing this? No, but I thought that was a part of me. Like, I love being social, being a social butterfly, hanging out with my peeps, which I still do, but I was letting that take up way, way too much time than what it needed to take up. So that was very important, you know, and these are just, I found out many, many other things, but these were two big things that really shifted me. So... I say all this to say, you know, those three things really helped me be real with myself because it allowed me to dig deeper in myself with things that I thought were like a normal part of me and like, hmm, this is just how I am. But when you have that mindset, this is just how I am, you're never going to grow ever, 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 ever. And you know, they, the saying like, you know, once you reach a certain age, you're stuck in your ways, you know, this is just how this person's going to be. That's a choice. Age is nothing but a number and you can change your mindset at any time if you're ready to grow. And if you don't want to grow, if you're happy the way you are, by all means, that is fine. You know, whatever helps you operate. Like for me at the end of the day, like I said, live to be recognized is for you to operate your best self. If that includes you being how you've been for the next, you know, 20, 30 years, that's great. That that's all you, you know what I mean? It's your life. But I'm just sharing my open book, my story, because, you know, people who are close to me have seen this. They have seen this transformation and change. Um, People who follow me on social media sees this change. And I want to share it because this has been a journey for me, like a three year plus journey. It's not something that I woke up overnight and was like, hey, let's do it. And I know how good it has made me feel and what it has filled me up with. So I just like sharing the tools, you know. And um, with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. New Year's goals. Be real with yourself this year. 
If you haven't already, go back, check out the other episodes. Um, Feedback is always, always appreciated as well as, you know, DMs. You can email me at tyraykel124 at gmail.com. And I'm excited to connect with you guys next week. Thank you.